Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosini. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what day it is? It's Monday. And you know what that means? Yes, you do. It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. And guess what? My name is Steve Miller. And finally, we have back our beautiful co-host, Miss Roya Mosini. Roya, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I miss you all. Oh, Roy, we missed you. I missed you. All uh, uh, our one fan was very concerned about you. (laughs) I missed my um, Monday laughs. I really did. Because now that I'm laughing, I feel better. Like I was like, oh, kind of tired this morning. I already feel better. Ah, beautiful. Well, I'm glad you feel better. How are you? Ah, Baruch Hashem. I'm doing great. Um, I seem to have misplaced my glasses. I just had them. So now I'm, I have to wear, um, I'm in my office and I, as you can see, I have these, you see these, these are like my mother's look, I look like Elton yes. John with these big, I look like, uh, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, <laughs> even though you're no in your one mother's office is. with your mother's glasses in your mother's home. That's right. <laughs> and I'm in uh, with my Sally, Jesse, Raphael glasses. And if anyone doesn't know her, please Google her. But anyway, uh, very handsome. Listen, <laughs> yes. Yes. let's say let's say hello to our uh, listeners. Of course, as always, the United States of China and the greatest country in the world, Israel, yes. New Zealand, United Kingdom, and of course, Germany. Hello, Germany. <laughs> we always get Germany. That's right. They, they um, like our uh, they like our humor. They do. They love our humor. We we talk a lot about Germany. Um, yeah, yeah. I I have real quickly. I yes. just want to say. So before we went on the air, I was watching um, some uh, political shows with my mother. I I haven't followed politics in, since 2020, mm. but um, my mother. I I walk into my mother's room and she's watching MSNBC, MSNBC, which is like the communist channel here yes. in the United States of America. Yeah, my mom used to have uh, CNN on 24 hours a day. I'm like, Mom, can we maybe, like, mute that? Or, like, you know, it was like her her theme music in the back. It was constant. (laughs) Theme music. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, uh, anyway, I had her change the channel to a conservative station, Newsmax, which is a very conservative uh, news story. Anyway, the point Mm -hmm. is, I'm not sure if I heard the story right. But, you know, of course, here in America, everybody, the presidential elections are coming up next year. So all the candidates are coming. And I and they said that the uh-huh. Democratic Party is not allowing anyone to run. They will not endorse anybody. And it's what? only Joe Biden. That's what they said. Has that happened? Is that normal? Like, does that happen with the sitting president? Do they usually do that? Anybody can run, even people I in his own party. That- insane especially after joe biden's big trip and fall over the weekend or earlier <laughs> that's later right. last week <laughs> i mean this guy's a disaster um but i mean and i, I got so upset and i'm just like this yeah. is this is i'm like look at this country is turning into does this sound like a free country where now yeah. even the democratic voters they are only allowed to choose Joe Biden. They are not getting any choices it's only him does that sound right that cannot that does- be right that does not sound right, and I wouldn't want that for any party, either party, or um, that makes no sense. Makes no sense. They're just not allowing it. 
No, they're not. So apparently, uh, you know, Barack Obama wants to stay in power, so he's not allowing it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to um, I'm I'm curious, like how Democrats like people who would who are voting Democrat and are registered Democrat uh, feel about that. Well, they probably don't know about it because, of course, if they don't mention that on CNN CNN or MSNBC. good, Good point. They don't they don't report on that. I mean, maybe I heard it wrong, but that's what they said. I'm just like, can they do that? I mean, how is that? Po- and they're also not letting anyone debate. No one is allowed to debate. Oh, uh, well, that's, Biden. that's the main reason why. Well, we have well, to yeah. look this up and follow through on this more that you since you heard this right before the show. I think we need to follow up on this in, in following weeks because uh, that's that's the key. They probably don't want him debating because he can't debate. No, obviously, but I mean, <laughs> but you have to have debate in a in a political process, and you have to have debate. You have to see what the what the candidates are talking about, what their ideas are, and, and I, it's just ridiculous. No, it no is, Democrats are debating, upsetting. even on. It's, very, lo- it's ridiculous. It's very upsetting. It really is. I find that as a you know American citizen to be very un-American, and uh, I don't approve. Well, look. Here is one. Of, so this is a good segue into my first story, Roya. So this is uh, one of the Democratic people, a very f- uh, the son of a very famous uh, Democrat, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Ever, 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 you ever hear of Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Of course. Is His that your father. Is that your Boston accent, Stephen? It's my Kennedy. It's my impression of a Kennedy era. era, And his father got murdered by a Arab, by a Palestinian, (laughs) Sirhan Sirhan. Anyway, uh the reason why I bring this up is because he got he got banned from Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Really? For giving misinformation. But also he got a lot of flack. Because era, here's the title of the era article: Robert F. Kennedy praises Roger Waters as a hero. Oh, your favorite, Roger Waters. Your That's right. So, figure. so after, so last week on the show, we spoke about how Roger Waters had a concert in Germany, and he yeah. was uh, he had Nazi paraphernalia, and anyway, there was like some Israelis that were in the uh, show in the audience that stormed the stage with the Israeli flag in protest. Wow, really? Yeah. Um, I would love to see that. So anyway, so apparently he endorses uh, or he praises uh, Roger Waters. Here's his tweet. Ready? Uh This is unbelievable. See if I can Uh read this. It says, um, Roger, you are the global uh, hero. Orwell had in mind when he said, In a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act as I'm drinking my alcohol. Uh, (laughs) The high priests of the totalitarian orthodoxies are trying to silence you with censorship, gaslighting, and defamation. My uncle killed a woman. Please. Did you add that in there? He added. I added that in there. Uh, please keep uh, speaking the truth to power. This is what he said about Roger Waters. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Can't we just listen to Roger Waters' music and forget about all his politics? Because he is a real piece of, you know. Well, poop. no, this is Robert F. Kennedy endorsing him anyway. He got endorsing a lot of him. Yeah, because it's very, he's endorsing an anti-Semite. This guy wants, wants to run for president. Not anymore. Now Joe Biden says, no, it's only me. No. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Democrats are in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. These are the so, people. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Go ahead. What are we going to say? No, that that was his tweet. So that was his tweet. That's outrageous. So, you know, yeah, that's right. And then, of course, it says here, uh, and then they give an update. It says, Eric Kennedy Jr., Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. has uh, clarified uh, his position and uh, deleted his tweet. <laughs> of course he did, right. <laughs> and uh, he he, uh, he wanted to quote his father, and he said, ever, ever, his uncle, ask not what your country can do for you, ever, ever, but ask how you can hate the Jews. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Clever. Well, this guy is a real jerk. <laughs> I didn't he even know he was still he alive. Wants... <laughs> no, this is his... dead. They seem to all have these like tragic deaths. <laughs> right. No, well, this is his son, his son. Oh, this. Oh, well, the son. No, I thought I didn't even know the son was around. I don't know. I thought oh, nothing happened to him. Oh, but... oh, no, 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 no. The son is still around. OK. No, oh. you're thinking of uh, JFK's uh, junior. He, he J, John F. Kennedy, his son, right. JFK Jr. died tragically in a plane crash it like pl- back yeah, in the 90s or something. Into the into the mist. Yeah. Yeah. As right. as he was going down, he said, ever, ever, I hate the Jews. <laughs> eh. Death to Israel as I crash into the ocean. Ever, 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 ask me a drink. <laughs> That's true. They're known for their alcoholism as well. They are. They were all alcoholics. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> anyway, so that's my, uh, you know, Robert F. Kennedy story. Uh, so, And he actually and, took down his tweet. I, I, it's, yeah. yeah. It's interesting how people, they do these things. Then they think better of it, and they're like, oh, why did I do that? Maybe he was drunk. He was drunk tweeting. Well, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go by your cell phone or by your computer when you've had a... A cocktail because you might tweet out something stupid just like that ask not what jews do for you but what you can do to stop the jews (laughs) (laughs) i could do this all day (laughs) i love the accent we have to find more we have to find more um uh uh, tweets by the kennedys good stuff There's a lot. There's a lot. We do have a lot of good stories, though. Did you want to share something? I think we have about a minute and a half left. Did you want to? Do you have something real quick? Oh, Oh, one minute. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my gosh. One minute. Uh, Now I'm under such pressure. Um, Oh, I not that much pressure, but go ahead. For one minute. Let's say man addicted to cheese. Man addicted to cheese has spent 60,000 lira on cheddar and eats at least two blocks a day. That's a new story. <laughs> He's addicted to cheese? Yes. And he buys a, he eats two blocks a day? Two whole blocks a day, yes. It says wow. it said his wife is concerned about him having a heart attack due to the due to the high cheese consumption. Where's he like, from? That's actually a news story, like I found on the internet. Like it's news. Where's he from? <laughs> He's from uh let's see where he's from. He's addicted to cheese. Uh, he is from. Oh, he's from he's from England. Ah, bloody That's old England. Yeah. Well, we, we we can discuss him when we get back. So stick around, everybody. Every every don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere.
Hi, my name is Michael Ben Noach from Slovakia. Israel News Talk Radio is just the best radio station in the world and I listen every day. One minute of Torah. In this week's Torah portion of Shlach, Moses sends 12 spies to determine the best way for the Jewish people to conquer the land of Israel promised to them by God. Although these 12 men were righteous, only two of them came back speaking glowingly of our holy land. The other 10 frightened the nation, persuading them they can never be victorious over the inhabitants, causing the Jews to wail in panic and despair. If only we'd have died in Egypt or in the desert, they cried out. Well, if that's what you want, that's what you'll get, decrees God, and that generation perished in the desert. Furthermore, that day of the negative report of Israel turned into an annual national day of mourning as God eventually destroyed both of our holy temples on that day, the ninth of the Jewish month of Av. Ever since then, it is our duty to rectify the sin of the spies by talking positively of our holy land, being confident in God's ability to protect us, and supporting those who live in Israel. Additionally, by doing mitzvot with the intention to safeguard our land, we will, God willing, speedily merit to live in Israel safely and securely for eternity with the third holy temple in our midst. With your Iron of Torah, this is Chava Zikavich. Hello listeners, my name is Gila Perach Hirsch and I live in Israel and I love it here because in Israel I can feel the hand of God brushing my cheek. Hi, my name is Arnie, I'm from Jerusalem and I love Israel because it's my happy place. My name is Hannah, what Israel represents for me, freedom to be who I am and all the other amazing things that small country had accomplished. It just makes me so proud. Thank you Israel. Hi! My name is Morris Klein from Melbourne, Australia, and I love Israel because I'm Yisrael Chai. Hi, this is Michal from London originally, Nanatania. The reason I love Israel, I would probably say Israel, where every Jew feels at home. Hello, this is Harold from Jerusalem, Israel. I love living in Israel because my inside life and my outside life are one and the same, and they blend smoothly and uniformly with each other. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinia. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve, and we have the beautiful Roya Mosinian with us. Hello, Roya. Oh, hello. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Roya, um, I know we were in the middle of a great story about cheese, but I do just want to say we have some new listeners, and I just want to share with our audience, because uh, I always like to give out a shout-out to the countries. Korea is listening. Oh, nice. And Ukraine. They're, they're, they, their internet is back up, and they've, they're, they're, uh, they're out from their bomb shelters, and they're listening to us. And Brazil. Oh, Brazil. Oh, nice. and, now, and now South Africa. Wow. Okay, so- you're getting more listeners, Stephen. They felt badly for you. All right, they did. So, <laughs> so for those people who, so for South Africa and 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 Korea, uh, we will uh, re- recap real quickly. So, Roya, before the break, was telling us about a guy who's addicted to cheese, and he and he eats uh, t- a, pa- a block or two blocks of cheese two, a week. Two, no, two blocks a day. Oh my, Shalom. Oh, that is oh, two his blocks a must day. Be, yep. His, and his wife made him cut back. He was eating more than that. But his wife made him cut back because she was fearful he would have a heart attack. He's uh, 54 years old. He likes to put 
a block of cheese. You know, when you go to the grocery store and you get a whole block, you know, of cheddar, yeah. you know, and then you come home and you slice it thin and you put it on a cracker or two and that's your snack. No, he takes the whole block, puts it between two slices of bread and eats it. <laughs> uh, where is he from? Oh, he's from England, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, only in the British. <laughs> That's and you know and then people wonder why they have bad teeth. Because I was this just going to say the same thing. No wonder they have bad teeth. So yeah, uh. that's what and he, he doesn't like um, mac and cheese or anything because it's not cheesy enough. Oh God! Our producer made a horrible joke. <laughs> I does saw. she t- she tops it? Does he also cut the cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Probably with all that dairy. I'm sure his digestive tract is. Uh, a little, uh, a, a little messed up, let's just say. So, yeah, this guy, he's got a, I guess he has like a fetish for cheese. So, so God bless feta him. Feta cheese. He has a feta with cheese. <laughs> hi <Hi-oh! laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I just right. thought, like, why is that a news story? So I thought it was. Uh, well, no, of, that is the perfect well, lighten up story, Roya. Finally, yeah. you, you, you did your job. <laughs> So, so, uh, so that's that's Mark. He eats two blocks of cheese a day. Spends lots of money. Sometimes he uh, puts some mayonnaise or white pepper on his cheese and just eats it like that. So Ugh, that's gross. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, we're gonna move on from cheese. Cheese. Let's. We're going to find out what is going on. Hello in the world. Oh, we have some uh, sports. Uh, you you now you like sports, right? Love it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, um, so here is um, some quick sports updates. First of all, since Brazil is listening, I'm sad to say now, uh, you like soccer, right, Roya? I do. My dad was a big soccer fan always. That's right, because he's from Iran. That's right. <laughs> um, so it, there's the uh, World Cup under 20 going on right now. Are you, uh, oh, you, know, are you aware of that? I didn't know that. I know my dad's constantly finding soccer on TV because it's it's always on now. They're always doing something. It didn't used to be that way. Well, but the no. World Cup under 20, which means that you have to be under 20 to play. <laughs> anyway, right. well, guess who beat Brazil? Um, Argentina? No, Israel. 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 Wow. That came and to my mind. Excellent. And- Yes, and they made it. To, they're going to the semifinals, and they may, depending on how the United States does, they may end up That's in cute. the semifinals playing the United States. That would be a great USA That'd versus be, Israel. Fabulous! Very exciting. Well, good for them. Congratulations, Mazal Tov, Israel. Yes. You know what's great about Israel because we've done a lot of stories in the past uh, about mm-hmm. sports, and uh, I remember when the Summer Olympics were going on. And what's great about Israel and the Israeli people, because Israel really isn't known for their athletics and their sports. Um, right. So most stories that you hear about Israel, it's always like they came in last place, they didn't uh-huh. qualify. <laughs> they <laughs> and, tried, and but they didn't. They tried, but yet they the Israeli did. people, they love them so much. It doesn't matter. Like, yes, we, they came in last place. We are so proud. We are so proud of our, uh, of our teams. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you are a loser. In our eyes, you are the winner. Um, that's why <laughs> I, I love it. So, so, so good luck to the Israeli soccer team. Um, I also have another quick sports story. This is kind of uh, interesting. Um, let me pull it up here. Uh, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> this is this is. Here we go. Now this is um, this is out of Denver. 
It says okay. uh, you'll like this. Denver Jewish Day School makes history on the basketball court. Mm. This is a oh. uh, what? I said no. You, well, you know, because the the Jewish people aren't known for their basketball skills, right? That's right. And and let me tell you something. Uh, I'm considered very tall as a Jew. I'm five ten. <laughs> and uh, if there was a Jewish basketball league, I'd be the center. <laughs> if there was an all Jewish basketball league, tall. like the NBA, I swear right. I'd be like I'd be like the minute bowl of the Jews. <laughs> uh, you'd be the tallest guy on the court. That's right. So here it is. Uh, Denver Jewish uh, Day School makes history on the court. So the Jewish Day School takes the title of Class 1A state champion. They're state champions. Wow. Um, but tells of, but then they start telling the stories of their journey on how they made it to the championships. And it talks about, about the anti-Semitism on and off the court, <laughs> which is <laughs> oh, not, it's, it, it this says, is in uh, Denver? it's in Denver. It says, um, it says here after a crushing loss last year in the state championship round of 16, uh, their name uh, to Caprock Academy, the Denver Jewish Day School boys basketball team uh, began this season. Uh, they, their record was 23 and two or something like that. Anyway, oh, um, that's good. Yeah, they uh, uh, they always uh, I'm, I'm messing that's this fabulous. up. It goes, they winning the state championship was not only a monumental moment for the school, but it was also right. only the third time ever that a Jewish day school had won its state championship basketball. That's incredible. So, so only that's a apparently huge three accomplishment times. on their part. That's right. It says here the Tigers, that's their mascot, uh, dominated the regular season, ah, ending with a 22-3 and record, becoming the number two ranked team, oh, behind the Bellevue Christian Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> Yay for the Jews. We beat the Christians. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That's so funny. That's, that's so fabulous. That's really exciting. Yeah, it really is. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, but what's funny is uh, it's they they talk about, oh, um, they, they we had a four hour bus ride home of uh, whatever. I'm not reading into that. Here's here's what I wanted to say about it. So okay. when they're on the court, you know how a team, um, you know, they give like a they uh, give like a uh, you know, they get themselves psyched up. They give a little cheer. You know, they get in the huddle, you know. Of course. And they and they chant to get them psyched up. So this is this is what it says. First of all, it says to add to this uh, pressure of the state championship, it says several players on the team experienced anti-Semitism from fans and players during the tournament. Of course, Uh, always the Jews. Right. Somewhere uh, some were called slurs. Hey, Jew boy, block that Jew and pass me the ball. Oh, boy. That's Um, it says it says others found. um posts on social media complaining that the games were moved because the team observes Shabbat and saying that they should be forced to forfeit instead of not playing on a Saturday. Wow. <laughs> so people were upset. Yeah. Um, it well, says, however, the Tigers ignored what people were saying. That's right. We're going to ignore you and I, pass me the ball and I'm going to dribble to the court <laughs> because I'm five foot six and I can dunk. I think maybe they were afraid that they were going to, you know, the the Jewish team was going to beat them. So they wanted them to forfeit. That's right. And here's uh, here's the last thing I'll say about it. It says uh, one of the players, uh, this was a high school team. One of the Mm -hmm. players, Jonathan Nome, 
He was 17. He said while in the huddle, before they went out to play, the whole team would gather in the huddle. And they all put their hands in, and then we'd always break by saying, Mushpacha! <laughs> what does that mean? Family. Family. It's Aww. Yiddish. Mushpacha. So they go, <laughs> on the count of three, we say Mushpacha. No wonder they're getting anti-Semitic slurs. <laughs> know, right? the, the people in the audience are like, what the hell are these guys saying? Mushpacha. <laughs> you know, it's not like, you know, saying, you know, you know, like sometimes teams will say, you know, win or whatever, or team or, you know, but the Jews, <laughs> right. what do the Jews say? We say mishpucha. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or go team or. Uh, right, right. Or yeah. whatever it is, you know, it's something right. that, uh, the Jews so are the like. Audience, the, the, the audience, audience hears confused. that. The yeah. audience is very confused. And yes. uh, one social media post put said it's not they, they should not be saying uh, slurs in Yiddish about the other team before they break on the court. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy they won. So they overcame all of the, um, you know, the, 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 the slurs, the hatred, the yelling out, the calling of names. They overcame all of that and they won. That's so that right. says something about their fortitude. That's right. Because I, I, I they're. They got the power of mushpucha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I guess they're, what do they scream out? Mush, mush, mushpucha? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mushpucha. You got to say, huh, huh, like you're coughing up a little Mushpucha. <laughs> well, it works for them. It does. It. Better than saying on the count of three, what we'll break on Torah. One, two, three. Torah. <laughs> Whatever One, two, works three. for you. One, two, three, locks and bagels. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. My son plays um, uh, basketball for his school, and um, they play the one of the Jewish academies, and they're actually pretty good. I have to say, their team was good also. They, the kids are good, and they weren't all that short. Maybe it's just you, Stephen. I don't know. All right. Well, when we get back, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with a lot more stories. Mishpacha! <laughs> Modern trains are evolving and increasingly connected using GPS and other advanced technologies. The bad news is that modern railways are also at risk of being compromised by cyber attacks. And it's really firm called Cervelo is working on a cybersecurity platform that helps rail organizations identify and resolve the most critical risks in their networks so that they can run and manage their operations more efficiently and safely. The technology continually monitors and reveals the data activities within the entire railway, even discovering railway assets and identifying potential risk and vulnerabilities. Railway personnel need to know the precise geolocation and operational risk on their infrastructure, including signaling and related services and systems. Could help you travel more safely the next time you're traveling by train. For more information on the high-tech world today, visit IsraelTechTalk.com. With your INTR Tech Minute, I'm Bob Aiello. Be smart. Listen to Israel News Talk Radio in the background while you work and get the latest news and commentary from Israel. Israel News Talk Radio, straight talk from Israel. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up. 
with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to our third and final segment. Hi, ga, 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 ga. This is Steve Miller. Welcome to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is, oh, I told you my name. Let's welcome Roya. Hey, Roya. <laughs> Hi, Steven. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that your I'm all, name? Hi. Uh, I, forgot my, I forgot that I said my name. I'm all uh, discombobulated about the, uh, the, the, the Jews winning the state championship. <laughs> Uh, I love that word, discombobulated. Isn't that a great word? My mom used to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, What good stories do you have for us? Oh, I got a lot of good stories. I don't even know where to begin. Um, Well, first, here, why don't we go talk about your country, Iran? Okay. (laughs) My dad's country, but yes, I've never actually been there. Oh, please. You you love Iran. If our (laughs) listeners don't know, uh, Roya is Iranian. I have, I have Iran all over my house. You do. You have the flag. <laughs> I'm not you even have... sure what the flag looks like. If that's really bad, I should probably <laughs> study that. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you learn about your country a little bit? I know. I know. Well, you know, because the revolution happened, and and we never got to go there. My brother and I never got to go, so I feel a little definitely disconnected. You're right. Well, here, this story will connect you. Okay. Okay. Good. All right, here's the, uh, this says, uh, so apparently uh, over the week, it says Iranian Jews take part in memorial for the Ayatollah Khomeini. (laughs) (laughs) It says here, heads of local Jewish community give speeches in memory of the Ayatollah, pointing out that religious freedom that they have as Jews living in Iran. Now, is that a bunch of BS or what? (laughs) That's that has to be a joke story. <laughs> it's not a joke. It says here the heads of the local Jewish community gave speeches in the Ayatollah's memory and pointed out that religious freedom that they have in Iran. Um, <laughs> it says here, Dr. I don't even, I, you know, maybe you can help me pronounce his name, Dr. Homayun Sameya. Does your father okay. know this guy? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Does he live in Iran? <laughs> Yes, it says no, uh, he, definitely doesn't know him. The doctor, I'll just call him the doctor because I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the representative of the Jewish community in, a, in, in the Iranian parliament recently, he took part. Now, this is a Jewish Iranian guy took part in the anti-Israel Al-Quds Day march in Iran. Now, do you know what Al-Quds Day is? No. Al-Quds Day is the day that we're Muslims and Islam, they celebrate. It's when we celebrate Jerusalem Day, except the Al-Quds Day means, I think, uh, like a catastrophe. It's when the Jews, you know, beat uh, one uh, one independence for Iran. I mean, one independence and became a state in 1948 when we defeated the Arabs. And uh, so so instead of uh, being Independence Day, Jerusalem, they call it uh, um Al-Quds Day, which means uh, misproducer. What's the exact translation? I think it's uh, Catastrophe Day, uh, meaning when the Jews finally got our own country. Okay. This is a this is a Jew in Iran, a Jew who were in the parliament. He's he's marching during the Al Al-Quds Day in Iran, <laughs> and as well with him? as well as as uh, oh, I'm saying you mean Nakba? All right, what's Al-Quds Day in Jerusalem then? I don't know. I'm all messed up. Either way, <laughs> well, either way, this is bizarre, very bizarre. It says either way on the demonstrations against the government in Israel, Sama said uh-huh. on the eve of Al Quds Day this year, we are witnessing the existence of major problems with the Zionist regime. 
in the way that Netanyahu, the prime minister of the occupied Jerusalem regime, is trying to distance as much as possible to public opinion of the people in occupied territories. I think this is like an Iranian Jew. This is unbelievable. <laughs> the, funniest thing, the funniest thing is that they're, ma- they're forcing Iranian Jews to get up and say how great Iran is. When, when it's not, it's just, it's that's not. the beauty of the story. <laughs> that's great. Oh, my gosh. So this guy, he's like falling for it. Or, or does he agree? Or is he, I don't know, this is a very strange story. Because why would he be on board with this? I have no idea. It hmm. says here the Jewish community in Iran, numbering around 8,000, lives in the country in the shadow of fear of harassment <laughs> or accusations of espionage. Its leaders are constantly trying to differentiate, differentiate themselves between Judaism and Zionism. So while Iranian leaders regularly call for Israel's destruction, death to Israel, death to America, um, it says here the Jewish community there is on good terms with the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. All my dad's friends, uh, you know, Iranian Jewish people are here. They all moved. They all moved here. And I think especially during the revolution, they pretty much escaped. With Many of them came before. But once the revolution right. broke out, they all left. So I just love that for an Iranian Jew, you have to say, yes, I, I love Judaism, but I hate Israel. <laughs> <laughs> and if you strange. don't say you hate Israel, I'm going to chop off your head. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> this article, basically. So the Jews were forced to talk about how great the Ayatollah, Ayatollah yes. of rock and roller is. <laughs> Even though he was horrific. Well, he was horrific, right. Yes. Well, that's, that's bad for that guy. That's that story. <laughs> um, ah, you know what happened over this weekend? What? So here, back in America, everybody. Hey, did you know yesterday was the Israeli Day Parade in New York City? Oh, it was. Okay. I've not been to New York since, like, they had all the riots and things and whatever. So I haven't been to New York in forever. Three years. Well, uh, here they had about 40,000 people, 40,000 Jews marching with Israeli flags celebrating. You know, because in New York, they they have, like, the the Puerto Rican Day Parade. I've right. seen that. I've right. been in so, New York like when they're passing by. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. So during the Puerto Rican Day Parade, all the business owners board up. <laughs> <laughs> during the Jewish Day Parade, they open up because they that's know, right. Uh, they have they open up business for the Jews. Hey, you're marching right. by. Come, Come on, on in. in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got you. I, I can get you a good deal. <laughs> right. Exactly. You, you Jews love the good deals. I'll they give it to you on deals. wholesale. <laughs> um so the governor marched in this um uh the governor uh Kathy Hochul Hochul I don't Oh know. right yes she marched to celebrate Israel Yeah she marched in the Israel parade in Manhattan she says I'm grateful to march with New York's Jewish community at the to celebrate Israel parade New York is is home to the largest Jewish population outside of Israel how sad oh. is that is that right? They, they all should be in Israel. They should, <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, but yeah. So, you know, more than 40,000 people, including representatives from over 200 different groups, joined the parade. Now, of course, they also had they had all the leftists fly in to uh, protest uh, because of what's going on in Israel with the judicial reform, which I'm not really going to go into detail. 
But uh, it was just uh, the one thing I love. So then they start talking about the governor and what she's doing to prevent uh, anti-Semitism. Because, you know, Roya, government is the solution to Jew hatred. (laughs) They have to do more. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yes. So she created she created this is what she created. She created this is hysterical. The hate and bias prevention unit. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy that's gonna work really well <clears throat> that's right uh it says here roya that the hate and bias prevention unit will oversee public education and outreach to the public and will also become an early warning system whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> an early warning system for hate crimes in local communities whoop, whoop, whoop. a jew is being attacked call the hate <laughs> and bias prevention off. unit <laughs> that's the alarm that's going to sound <laughs> it is um i just love the name the hate it says here the hate and bias prevention unit will oversee public education and outreach to the public and will also like i said become an early warning system for hate crimes in local communities it says here the unit will be tasked with sending agents to the scenes of hate crimes <laughs> that's what it says in the article so it's after the fact so the hate crime is going to happen and then the agent will go investigate so it's really after the fact instead of prevention that's right so mm-hmm. so i think i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to apply for a job at this mm-hmm. i want to be an agent and i think they can carry guns <clears throat> and i'm going to apply for a job <laughs> there i was thinking that you should apply for a job that's right i yeah, could be agent miller that's right you agent miller here powerful. what'd you say you could finally be powerful that's right. Here, this is what's going to happen. It's, I'm going I'm to get called for, uh, there's going to be an alarm because early prevention, we'll, we'll be all sitting around eating our donuts and then a, an alarm will go off. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There's a, there's a Hasidic Jew being attacked in, in Williamsburg. Agent Miller to the rescue. And then I'll show up. I'll show up and I'll say, Agent You'll Miller here. you in from... with your cape. That's I right. I'll have, have my cape and everything. Yeah, my cape will have the word, uh, the letters SJ for super Jew. <laughs> Didn't we buy you a T-shirt one year for your birthday that said Super Jew? You, you can did. wear that. That's right. You guys did that with the Star of David, <laughs> like in, in the form of like Superman. But yeah. I, I'd say, I would say uh, Agent Miller here from the Hate and Bias Prevention Unit. Uh, did the crime happen already? Did, did it happen? Damn. Yes, it did. You missed the whole thing. Oh, I have to learn to get here before the crime. <laughs> yeah, so that's the uh, prevention unit. So that's basically what they're doing. So <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, that's what the governor of New York is doing. I hope it works. It won't. <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> have a no lot of faith cares. in it either, to be honest. Yeah. Either it's do I. Quite frank. Um, well, uh, so uh, you said you had a couple stories. What else do you have, Roya? Oh, you know me. I have a couple random things here and there, right? Let's 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 see what I got here. I have a story. Oh, remember we? I think did we talk about this blob of seaweed that was like way out in the ocean? It was off like the coast. It was off the coast of Florida, but it wasn't like rolling in yet. Yeah. So um, apparently, so I found this story. Apparently, uh, I don't know if it's the same blob, but it says clumps of five thousand mile wide seaweed. Um, are now on the coast of Florida, and it, they're containing uh, the seaweed is containing flesh-eating bacteria. <clears throat> oh, I love flesh-eating flesh bacteria. Yeah. It's my favorite. 
So if you um, need to lose a few pounds or something and you want some of your flesh eaten off, go head down to Florida. There's a big blob of seaweed there. You can get your flesh eaten off. My mother would love that because she needs to lose about five pounds. <laughs> I would love to have a blob a of seaweed. About a pound and a half your mother needs to lose, according to her. <laughs> I I need, uh, Stephen, I needed to lose about five pounds. Can you find me? <laughs> where can I go to get flesh-eating disease? Because I have a roll of fat on my stomach that needs to be eaten. <laughs> well, we did talk about, I, had, I found this story like a, a month or two ago about this um, big belt of seaweed that was floating out in the ocean. But now apparently it's come to shore. Um, on the Florida coast. So, oh, so you, Florida so you updated coast. us. Yeah. You just gave us an update. I've updated us. Yes, yes, nice. yes. Yeah. So then there's high, high values of flesh-eating vibrio bacteria lurking in this vegetation. So, mm. don't go to Florida unless you uh, want your flesh eaten. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Well, here, here's a good. So now you know it's we're coming upon the summertime, and all the colleges are having graduations. And uh, so they all have celebrity commencement speakers. Mm, yes. So. I find it annoying, but whatever. Guess who spoke at Harvard's commencement? Oh, Roger Waters. <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> if he did. No, that's a good one. Um, no, Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom. Good old Tom Hanks. Good old Tom Hanks. It says good Tom old- Hanks. Uh, we'll generic be... Tom Hanks. That's right. Well, they wanted to keep... anyone. That's right. And they wanted, that's what they said in the article. It says Tom Hanks will be the honored guest speaker at Harvard's commencement uh, on May 25th, which obviously had already happened. Um, and it just talks about his movies, whatever, whatever. And uh, it's basically, that's really what it says. In the, uh, um, in the making announcement, President Lawrence S. Bacow said in a statement, a true master of his craft, Tom Hanks has given life to some of the most compelling, beloved, and I- iconic characters on the screen. And um, yes. he also says he's contributed to our national culture, expanded our ability to appreciate stories, blah, blah, blah. Blah, it says blah, blah. He's been active supporting World War II people, you know, I mean, World War II vents, uh, uh, excuse me, World War II veterans, uh, of course, for AIDS awareness, for his big role in the movie Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> and it says here, uh, yeah, that basically they wanted someone who was not going to be so controversial. Um, in the past, they've had people like uh, German Chancellor Angela Merkel. <laughs> oh. Talk about <laughs> yes. international. I don't know why they would have her on there. <laughs> Welcome, no, think- good- Congratulations, graduates. Tom <laughs> Tom Hanks uh, is a much better choice. He's very benign. That's right. <laughs> um, so that was uh, so I just kind of figured, you know, I, wonder, I don't know what he spoke about, but yeah. if I were him, if it were me, I'd like to he should have like gone up as like in character as. Um, oh, as, that would have uh, been great. Forrest Gump or something. Forrest Gump. Right. Forrest he Gump. Could just, he <laughs> Thank you for having me at Harvard. I went to Alabama. <laughs> And uh, I, the the advice I can give you, which is uh, advice that my mother gave me, is that when you graduate from college, sometimes life is like a box of chocolates. Right, you never right. know what you're going to get. You're going to get. And also, 
Roya, Roya, are you listening to me? I'm listening. I'm listening. I, Roya, Roya, I know what love is. You think <laughs> you think I'm not a smart man, but I am. I went to Alabama. <laughs> yes, you know, I he's made some wonderful movies, right? Some great movies, but um, do you? I, I find him a little bit annoying. Is that I just me? Not, I am not annoying. Is that is it just me or what? You know what, Roya? What? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes in life, there are just not enough rocks. <laughs> okay. And then at the end, at the end, he could scream out, Wilson! Wilson, I'm sorry, Wilson! I'm sorry, come back! Come back, come Wilson, back. I'm sorry! Oh, God! <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> All right, that's that. <laughs> oh, you cracked me up. <laughs> oh, hey, Roya. Do you know how long it takes me to prepare this stuff? <laughs> I know. You it takes me about two minutes. <laughs> Your voices are key, too. I mean, takes... that's... Well, here, that's here's, almost... here, here's some other news. Uh, um, well, did you have something? You said you had three articles, so you did two. What's the third one? So. Oh, my other one's kind of a longer one. My other one is, um, is, um, uh, hold on. Let me get back to my, uh, stories you better here. better hurry up or something. I'm going to have to I move know. on. My other one's a little bit longer. My, my other one is, um, dating resolution, seven characteristics of an ideal partner. So I thought I, I found that for you since you're now back in the dating pool. Hi, oh, that's right. I'm back in the dating pool, and I don't want to date people who are 85 and older. I swear I have a stalker in Jerusalem, a, a, a stalker with a walker. She texts me every single day, Roya. I, I, I you know, and she, God bless her, but she thinks I'm like her boyfriend now. She, she texted me just the other day telling me that she has a stomach ache. <laughs> I send you those texts so you know it's true. <laughs> Right? Don't I send them to you, right? Yes, 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 you do, so I can vouch for you. Real quickly, real quickly, run yes. through the seven attributes or whatever it is. Run Real quickly, just run through them. What are the seven? Okay, so one is um, maturity. So okay. um, you don't want somebody that's, that acts like a kid anymore, you know, which, which is actually more you. I'm completely like immature. I'm so immature. So, so immature. Okay. Um, openness. Somebody who needs to be open and vulnerable. That's me. I'm very vulnerable. I cry sure. every day. Maybe you're looking for yourself. Okay. Honest, <laughs> honesty and integrity. That's I'm very that's honest. Though you're very honest like to a fault. Yeah. <laughs> um respect and independence. Well, I have no independence, but I do have <laughs> a lot of respect. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, you, you don't want somebody that tries to control you or has manipulative manipulative behavior, respectful of their partner's boundaries. You also very important. It says you want to find somebody with empathy. Yes, I love you, empathy. You need to find somebody in, with empathy. Yes. When both partners are em, em, empathetic, um, they are capable of communicating their feelings with respect to one another's wants, attitudes, and values. I love and that. They both feel validated when you're able to communicate with empathy. Okay, what else? That's a big one. Affection. Oh, I'm so affectionate. Yeah, and on many levels. Physically, emotionally, verbally. Um, these <laughs> You want to find someone who is able to be affectionate. Did we and, go through seven? I lost count. 
seven, last but not least, and Stephen has lots of this, so you need to find a woman with this, sense what? of humor. Oh, well, we all know that's BS because every woman says they love a man with sense of humor. Well, here I am. I'm funny, <laughs> and yet every woman, you know, doesn't really like my – I mean, I, you know, someone told me – a deal breaker for me, if you don't think this show is funny, that we cannot go out. I had a woman tell me she didn't get the show. She didn't understand the show. She's like, why do you do – Hi-yo. What's hi I don't understand it. What's with these news stories? I don't understand these news stories. She had absolutely no sense of humor. I said, you know what? That's a deal breaker. Don't contact me anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's it. I, that's, cannot, if somebody I can't doesn't go out with anyone that. who doesn't think I'm funny. Yeah, no. You got to be with somebody that thinks you're funny. And, and, and she has to be funny as well. That's Very right. important. So. Okay. Well, here, right? do you want to hear something funny? Yes, I agree. Yes. We're going to wrap it up soon. Wrap it up. Okay. Here's a nice little light story. Okay, guess who's going to be a daddy again? You. Oh, God forbid. Who? <laughs> <laughs> At was the funny. age of 83, Al Pacino is a new father. Oh, 83 years old. Yuck. That's yuck, right. Yuck, it, yuck, It says Al Pacino, 83, is expecting a baby with his girlfriend, who his name is Nor Alfala. <laughs> I don't know. What kind of stupid name is that? Anyway, guess how old she is. How old? She's 29. Oh, goodness gracious. What is wrong with people? Hoo-ha! Uh, oh, yeah. Hoo-ha! It's 29 and what, 83? Hoo-ha! Oh, yeah, Roy, I'm just getting warmed no, up. No, I can't. Hoo-ha! No, I can't. Sight of a woman. Roya, this is Al Pacino. <laughs> You're out of order. This whole world's out of order. My baby's out of order. Hey, Roya, hoo-ha. I'm just getting warmed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me tell you something, Roya. I'm 83 years old. I'm going to be a father. Hoo-ha. <laughs> Al Pacino. Ah, ha. Oh, <laughs> That's my Al Pacino impression. It's that's not a good impression. Good. I'm you trying to work on it today. I'm trying to I'm trying to work on it. But yeah, so uh, you know, I'm 52, and I would like and I can't even go out with a woman who's 30. She thinks I'm a creep. How is this guy 83 getting a 29 year old? Hi y'all. Let me tell you something, Stephen. This is Al Pacino, and uh, first of all, I'm just getting warmed up. Oh boy. Um, you're the best Stephen. good show good show good stories i like the um the the jewish basketball team one that was very uplifting very sweet good stories Stephen. all right thanks you did a good job oh you're not am i cutting you off (laughs) yeah what are you trying to end the show we can end the show that's fine (laughs) no i thought uh, go ahead by all means (laughs) well I should have ended the show on that, but I didn't. <laughs> All right, so now now you're stuck. Now what do you got? <laughs> uh, what do I have? Well, actually, we can end the show on this way. I'm gonna we're gonna we'll do another sports story, a quick sports story. This is actually good. This has good. to do with an, an Israeli female professional bodybuilder. Oh, very nice. She is the only one in existence because <laughs> Jews don't like to lift heavy weights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't either. Either. Her name is Dana Shemes, and she announces a comeback after retirement. Actually, she's actually very attractive, but this woman is huge. She's like the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) My name is Dana Shemes, 
She's Israel's <laughs> top professional bodybuilder. And oh. uh, she's coming out of uh, retirement to uh, to uh, for the to uh, to participate in the uh, Miss uh, the Olympia Masters in 2023 in August in Romania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says here, uh, she says, this is this is like a dream, a lifetime of opportunity that I simply couldn't let pass as I inject <laughs> my steroids. It's a huge honor to be selected qualified to the biggest stage of bodybuilding in the world (laughs) all right well good for her yeah so uh a lot of things jews a lot of events going on with jews in sports and we have the first uh, Israeli top bodybuilder. Actually, you know what? You can follow her on Instagram, which I started following her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Stephen. Hoo-ha! <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe I'll start working out. Hey, I'll have another baby. Hoo-ha! <laughs> uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Hoo-ha! Wow. Gotta, gotta respect him. Gotta respect him. Anyway, I feel sorry for the woman. <laughs> I know. I do, too. Hey, that's, that's young. Hey, hoo ha! Let me change those diapers. <laughs> Yikes! Eighty-three. Uh, yeah. Roya, that's we old. Have, we have thirty seconds left. What do you have to say? I have to say, great job, Stephen. It was great to be back today and uh, hear all the great stories that you come up with every Monday. It always makes my day. So great to be back. <laughs> <laughs> it's us. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. It was an amazing show, an amazing week. I love you all very much. Thank you for listening. Please share the show. Shavuotov.